something a little different on the podcast. Today, I'm going to be just me talking. That's right, just me and you and talking about some stuff. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be going over some things that I've been learning about in my shamanistic training course. Now, over the span of about six months, I've been going on this new journey and adventure for inner healing and just to find more peace of mind in my life. Uh, when I was very young, I was very um, in my head a lot. I was dealt with a lot of family issues and stuff like that. And it just got pushed back and pushed back in life as I became a parent and stuff. And uh, you, you, as you get older, you just forget about these traumas, but they always stay with you. Uh, so I went the original, I went the traditional route. I went and seen psychotherapists and stuff like that. And I just found that something was missing. So I reached out to a friend of mine, uh, a beautiful friend of mine, and she suggested that I go see the shaman. Now I had studied shamanism before, um, before I read a couple books on it. I was really big into druidry when I was in high school, uh, and it really interested me on the idea of connecting with earth and connecting with spirits to guide you. Uh, at this point in my life, I had didn't really get to say goodbye to both my grandparents, uh, so I was dealing with that a little bit. So I really liked the idea of being able to ask them for help and guidance. So fast forward later in life, and I became very successful. I ended up having to walk away from a lot of toxic people and friends, um, and I became more self-aware of my internal struggles that I've been going through. I just found that even after I was successful, I still felt like something was missing. I felt like, you know, I had a BMW in the in the driveway, had a brand new house, I had two beautiful kids, a beautiful wife, you know, a great job, benefits, pension, you know, had four five months off out in the year, you know, what can you ask? What better life can you ask for? But something was missing. So I reached out to the shaman to talk to her, and she started talking to me about soul loss. Now, soul loss is the idea that when we lie to ourselves, or we lie to other people, or we basically do any act that separates us from our true self, we create these rifts and these fragments of our souls. And oftentimes what happens is that you chisel away enough, a piece of that part of your soul gets broken off, okay? And when that thing breaks off, a lot of different health issues can occur. You can, you know, start suffering from different ailments or start suffering from depression or, or what have you. Different, different soul loss deals with different things in your life. Now, me particularly, I was dealing with a lot of drinking uh, and a lot of stuff like that. And I just found that I couldn't satisfy my myself. I just felt very lonely even though I had great friends everything was great so anyway so I went and seen the shaman and we did a journey and what a journey is is that 
each and inside of all of us, we have this thing called the sacred space. Now, the sacred space is uh, a part of you where you can go inside yourself to ask for answers and to clear up any, um, basically, any irregularities in your in your soul. Uh, this is where the first time I had met a, a soul guide, which was a wolf, a black wolf with big, big yellow eyes. Uh, and later to come, he would tell me that his name is Alamer, which in Islam, uh, Arabic means to be sheathed in gold or the wolf of the sea. Not even joking. That's what it is. Uh, so on this journey, uh, I was brought down to my sacred space. I found it was a little island at the dead of night with the most purple sky you've ever seen, stars and planets all around me, and the nicest white sand. And there was a little hut, and that was like my little hut, and there was like a study in there with books and stuff. And that was like my personal space within my sacred space. But once I was there, uh, I seen the wolf, Alamer, and he approached me, and I asked him, are you here to support me? Because whenever you go on these journeys, a lot of spirits will come to you, and you have to be prepared to um, ask them, are you here to support me? And by the laws of the spirit world, they have to oblige of either saying yes to their support you or no, and they have to leave. Because nothing can invade your sacred space that you don't want there. So that's why you have to verbally say that to them. Make it be known that you're asking, and if they're not there to be helping you, they need to leave. So Alamer... Um, basically guided me through my trauma in my life I saw my four-year-old self grow to my 32 year old self in front of my eyes and I saw the pain and stuff and all the things that I've been dealing with in my life and things that I had forgotten about you know traumas that uh, that I've been repressing for years and years and years and uh, the craziest thing was is that uh, at portal opened up in my chest my solar plexus while I was in this place and it was like a beam of light and all this black sludge was coming out of my chest and uh, he kept he was he kept stood right next to me and I, I was really scared in the moment and he stood next to me the entire time and uh, he was just like let go let go and it was just like in my dream I was like ah you know I was just letting it all out man I was just just getting it out there and uh, after that, uh, the portal closed and he looked at me and he said, you need to love yourself before you can love others. So he showed me a mirror and he said, this is the person that you need to love the most. And it was a picture of me. And as I was laying there, I could feel tears run down my face. And it was... It was the most extraordinary experience I've ever had in my life. I've experimented with uh, psychoactive drugs before in my life, but nothing was as real as this. It felt like I was right there in that world, and it was the craziest experience I have ever had. Uh, and then when I woke up from the, the journey, uh, the sh my shaman, she said, uh, did you feel anything in your chest? Well, my heart just sunk. And I was like, yeah. I said, I had a beam of light coming out of my chest. And she's like, yeah, I opened up your solar plexus uh, and I re-regulated your energy. <laughs> and I'll, 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 and just to, to reiterate, sorry, we got a little kerfuffle there. 
to reiterate, I could hear everything that was going on all around me the entire time. Like, I could hear her talking, so I knew what she was saying. I could hear the drum, because she, she bangs a drum, and it, and it creates a rhythmic uh, frequency that our brains are able to hit altered states. And there's scientific studies that back this up. Uh, they actually started introducing it in a lot of uh, psychotherapy sessions uh, to be able to hypnotize and get to the root cause and get the brain more subjective to opening up and remembering things about themselves. So yeah, so I, I wake up, she asked me about the chest thing, and she said, did you see the wolf? And I was stunned. I was completely floored, I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, I was like, how did you know that? She's like, well, I saw him approach you. And he's very beautiful. He's black like the night. And I was, I was like, okay, this is crazy. What kind of witchcraft is this? You know. But it, it literally made me feel so good. It made me feel so much better. It was like I was awake again. And I felt so relieved that she had helped me through this. And uh, to be honest, uh, since that day, I've never felt any sort of depression. Yeah, I've had my down days, but another, nothing to the point where I wanted to either off myself or anything like that. Uh, I've, I've never been overly sad unless something sad really happened. You know, I don't get spurts of sadness. It's, it was really amazing. Uh, so after that happened, I went and seen her again. And because I was talking about this dream that I kept having, I kept being chased in this dream. And it was like an archetype that kept chasing me and it was Jason Voorhees because when I was younger me and my sister uh, Kaylee we watched it and uh, even though I loved it there was something about the character that I identified with it in my subconscious that created this archetype that kept chasing me so I went and talked to her about it because I was like there's something about it like, and no matter what even like they tell you in their dreams just stop and face that that thing about, of that that's chasing you just stop it because it can't hurt you right well, every time I would stop, he'd stab me, and I would wake up. So it was it was never working, and it was really annoying me because I'd get dreams like that all the time of just being chased by something or Jason or other things, and uh, sometimes I got away, sometimes I didn't. So after talking to her, she says, "Well, I think it's maybe related to things that you've been you've been talking to me about. So let's let's do let's do a journey and let's see how it goes." So again, I go down into my sacred space, uh, and then in my sacred space, I'm greeted by my second spirit animal which is the bear uh, and the bear came to me uh, in the form of Jason he was outside of my hut when I first arrived to my sacred space I was inside my hut in the sacred space and just outside the door the black figure was just staring at me well I just got goosebumps thinking about him <laughs> so he's outside my door and I could see him and he's just looking at me can't see I can't see his face because he's just a black figure he doesn't he hasn't revealed himself yet he can he wants me to see him but he doesn't he doesn't want me to fully see him you know so anyway so he kind of nods his head and I said okay I'm coming so I go outside and I start a fire down by the, the beach and I basically look up and he's down by the beach and then I finally wave down to him to come to me and as he's walking closer and closer and closer uh, I don't know if you've ever remembered watching any of the Friday the 13th, but you know whenever you can see his one eye? I don't remember. I think it's one of the new ones, Freddy versus Jason. Anyways, I could see the one eye. The one eye was black, but it was the other eye. And I recognized the eye. And it was me. It was 16-year-old me. It was 16-year-old me uh, 
sad, depressed, no friends, uh, anorexic. I've never really told anybody about this, but I was very anorexic for a while. I didn't refuse to eat because I was a fat kid and I was very self-conscious about everything after my parents' divorce. And uh, I recognized the eye right away, that pain. Because I have a picture of uh, when I was younger and I hate the picture. It's the most ugliest picture of me because I could just see the pain. Uh, nobody else can see it. They're like, oh, no, it's a good picture. No, no, I know it. I can see the pain. So anyway, so I, he takes the mask off and I see that face. And that face slowly morphs into the bear. And the bear basically tells me, I know you've been hurting a lot. And I have a present for you to make you feel better. And uh, I'm getting a little choked up right now. Hold on. <clears throat> So anyway, so, um, so I look up to the sky and I look up in the, cra- the clouds and I see a cloud coming down in two figures and it's my mamera, my prepare. <clears throat> and they come down and they tell me how much they love me and they missed me and how proud they was of a, <clears throat> of a father I'd become to my, my kids. And that they, uh, that I didn't have to be sad anymore. That I could be proud of who I was because they were proud of me. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh. Anyways, so yeah, so they were very proud of me. And they wanted me to know that uh, they're watching me all the time. And, uh, and uh, they're there for me. And uh, that any time that I need them, that just, just ask for their help and they'll be there got to say goodbye and they left <clears throat> and then when I woke up I was crying and uh, I felt this complete sense of just more happiness and uh, that everything that I've been that all the pain and everything was all worth it because you know like it made me who I was and am today and uh, through everything um made me a lot stronger and uh so anyways so that is sacred space and the journey that i've been going on and those are my experiences on that um now i'm gonna get into a little bit about how achieving that sacred space and and other people you can do this on your own really you don't you don't need to go see a shaman it's a lot easier i believe me but there's a lot of rhythmic drumming you can get on spotify that will help you alter your state and accept that state that you're in. So what I'm going to be doing right now is I'm going to do a step-by-step process on how you can get to your sacred space. So my suggestion is to smudge the area that you're in, uh, whether it be sage or Sao Paulo oil, but mm, I recommend sage. And make sure the sage uh, is able to go out the window. Uh, you want to have a window open and you basically sage and fan the air and make sure that the energy goes out the room. Now, once you have that set up, make sure that you are quiet in a room and no one's going to bug you. So maybe wait till nobody's home or if everybody, if anybody's home, I suggest to tell them not to bother you or try to be quiet. Try to find the most rhythmic drumming of just rhythmic drumming, like boom, 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 anything in that sort of beat. And what you're going to do is uh, you're going to just concentrate on your breathing. Clear your mind and 
clear your mind and just focus on your breathing. And then once you can visualize your breath, breath going in and out, in and out, what you're going to do is you're going to start visualizing all the sounds that you can hear around you and being conscious of them, but still being conscious of your breathing while you're doing it. And then once you start breathing in and out, in and out, you're conscious. Try to not think and allow the process of happening and ask, oh great spirits, is there any spirits here to guide me to my sacred space? And after saying that, keep focusing and don't try to force it because once you want, you'll, you'll force it, it's not going to happen. Once you let go and your spirit guide is brought to you, remember, you have to ask him, are you here to support me? And he's going to say yes or no, or he, she or she. And you'll be surprised on what the animal is. Now, I, I'm pretty plain Jane. I got, I, got a, I got a bear came to me. I had a, a wolf, a fox, an owl, pretty normal stuff. I had a giraffe the other day come to me, and I can talk about that another time. But I'm telling you right now, don't try and imagine what it's going to be because you'll be surprised what it is. You just got to let it happen. You got to believe. You got to believe in what's going on and believe that these animal guides will come to you. Uh, so once you accept that and don't force it, it'll happen. It might not happen the first time, but eventually it will happen. You have to be accepting of it. Now, once you see that, you ask him, please guide me to my sacred space. And your sacred space will be somewhere inside your inside your soul that you're able to tap into and find things about yourself or be part of yourself again. And my spot is, like I said, it's an island. Um, and it's ever-changing. It's like white sand and the, the mountain where I, I live in. Basically, when I go there, it gets bigger and bigger every time. And it kind of gets upgrades. And as you get there and you're in there, you're more conscious of the place. It kind of grows a little bit. Because you're, you're working on your spiritual powers and your ability to be conscious inside that sacred space. Now, once you've achieved that... Uh, you're going to do there and you're going to ask him questions. Now, make sure you have the questions ready to go. Uh, whether it be is, what is my purpose in life? Do or how do I pay these bills or whatever. And surprisingly, they're going to give you answers that you're not going to want to hear, but they're what you need to hear. You know, oftentimes, whenever I talk to my spirit guides, they tell me things that, you know, I know I need to work on my, myself for. So they give me challenges. Um, you know, I had one spirit guide tell me that I couldn't lie for 30 days and that if I did lie in front of someone, I had to say, no, that's a lie. I'm sorry. This is the truth. <clears throat> and I've been on this for about seven days now. And, you know, white lies here and there. But then I had to stop and I had to say, no, that's not the truth. And it's hard because, you know, when you, you sometimes a white lie is easier than the, the truth because you don't want to hurt people. But the thing is, is that it all goes into lying to yourself again and not being true to yourself so have these questions written down pre-hand so you can talk to them and ask them and spend as much time as you want there and remember to thank your guides once your guide has been thanked oftentimes he'll say goodbye because they are like royalty you got to remember these are spirits and guides that have been here for eons and they have great knowledge so you have to always appreciate them and respect them and give them the utmost respect. Uh, and if you so choose, they'll always be with you. So if you so choose to want to name them, 
you always can ask them, how may I address you or what shall I call you? And oftentimes they'll tell you the name right away. Uh, and like Alamer, my uh, wolf spirit, he basically told me right away. And his name is Alamer, which in Arabic is uh, sheathed in gold or to be met down by the sea. And, uh, and that's exactly where I met him, was down by the sea, which... It was totally mind-blowing when that happened um, after I researched it. And uh, these spirits will be with you all the time, and you just have to call on them and say their name and ask them for guidance, and they'll, they'll, they'll tell you. They'll tell you straight up. It's oftentimes, it's not what you want to hear, but they'll tell you. And uh, for me, it's been very enlightening to uh, have these spirits in, in guiding me every day. Uh, oftentimes... Uh, throughout the day you know especially at work it's been really stressful the last couple months uh just because of the whole covid thing they've really helped me you know see the finer things and things and uh yeah so i want you guys to try this out and let me know on my youtube channel on the comment section if you can uh how you feel about this or reach out to me by email if you liked what you heard and consider following my podcast uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Deep Thoughts After Dark Podcast. Uh, you can also look on my Facebook page at Deep Thoughts After Dark Podcast as well, and my YouTube channel at the same hashtag of, sorry, the, the same tag of Deep Thoughts After Dark Podcast. This has been a very, very intimate moment. This is my first single podcast, and uh, it's kind of off the cuff. I didn't even write it, uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, and I really appreciate you guys tuning in and I hope this information was helping you along your way so be peace my friends and be mindful of our words because our words become our thoughts be careful of your thoughts because our thoughts become our behaviors and our behaviors can dictate our destiny so be peace go with love and stay safe out there guys thank you very much